It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? All right, welcome into another Auburn Live show. I am Justin Hokinson. Appreciate everybody for joining us. Um, this is AuburnLive.com, part of the On3 Sports Network. Um, as we come to you um, to talk about uh, an eventful, uh, eventful uh, happenings in Auburn football that are going on. Um, obviously, uh, early signing day happened. Um, we had all coverage of that um, at AuburnLive.com um, from our, 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 our guys, Jeffrey Lee and Cole Pinkston. Um, so that has come and gone, and now it is uh, starting to get the focus back on football as Brian Harson met with the media uh, at the Birmingham Bowl um, press conference in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday. It was actually the first time he's met with the media um, in, a, in a capacity of talking about the football team since the Iron Bowl. We, we met with him on Wednesday, but it was strictly about recruiting. Um, he didn't field any questions about the team, um, or, or any of, you know, Bo Nix, anything like that. It was all recruiting signees, things like that. So it's the first opportunity to really talk, talk about his team and his program since the Iron Bowl. Um, and so, uh, obviously a lot to cover. And so that's what we're going to kind of talk about, um, to, to today. Um, the big news I think would be that, that it looks like four Auburn players will miss the bowl game, three of which are going to opt out. Uh, we knew about Nick Brahms, the center, had surgery on his leg and was going to miss the game. We knew Roger McCreary, who's a first-round draft pick, w- would likely opt out. I mean, there's not a lot of reason to play a bowl game. I mean, you could you could make the argument to, to play and not leave your teammates and all that, um, but when you're a first-round draft pick or a mid-first-round draft pick, sort of understand. Um, Zacoby McLean will also opt out. Um, of course, he's playing in the, playing in the Shrine Bowl. Um, and so that was kind of the signal that he, he was out. He's a senior. He could have had a, you know, he had a COVID year. Um, but uh, he's going to attempt to go pro. He's also not going to play in the bowl game. Um, and then a little bit of a surprise, uh, Bradarius Ham, um, Auburn's uh, offensive lineman, Auburn's right tackle, um, is, is also going to opt out. Uh, he announced that he was going to um, enter the NFL draft. He's a senior, but he has a COVID year of eligibility. Um, so not necessarily shocking that he entered the draft, but a little, I mean, a little bit surprising. I thought he might come back, but a little surprising that he's not playing in the bowl game. Um, you know, he's a guy that he's got the physical attributes, you know, to be a really good player. You know, he did an okay job for Auburn. I mean, I don't think he was stellar. Um, so skipping the bowl game is an interesting, interesting decision for him, but um, nonetheless, that puts Auburn four players down. And then if you combine that with the four players that, that already transferred out, which was Sean Shivers, Tayshawn Manning, who is your reserve guard who played a ton of football, Elijah Canyon and Ladarius Tennyson, you're talking about now up to eight players um, out for the game. And of those eight, you're talking about one, two, McLean, McCreary, Ham, Brahms, all starters Manning has started some games and is certainly a guy that plays at guard. And then Tennyson is your nickel guy too. So definitely some 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 starters and contributors that Auburn will be without. 
Um, that linebacker position looks like it's going to be tough for that bowl game. Um, Owen Papo, Brian Harson actually mentioned that Owen Papo um, may may practice leading up to the bowl game, but I, I, I wouldn't imagine he's going to play. I mean, he missed seven of the last nine games, and so I don't really know what good it would do for him to, to try to come back and play, but it looks like he may practice. And all signs, of course, continue to point for him to come back next season. So uh, no, I guess it's not ruled out that, he's, that he plays. Um, but it, it, it sounded it, it, all we really know is that Harson kind of said that he was going to be be back out there practicing some. So maybe he plays. I don't know. Um, that would certainly be big um, because Auburn, obviously, without Zacoby McLean, um, your your linebacking core takes a big hit if all you have is Chandler Wooten um, out there against a, a good Houston offense. Um, Brian Harson did mention a few linemen. Jaleel Irvin will probably start at center. I would imagine he's getting more reps. Brendan Coffey, Colby Smith, and Garner Langlow were all players that Harson mentioned getting more reps across the offensive line. So that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, you're missing Brahms, your center, uh, and then you're missing Ham, who's you know one of the better linemen you, you've got. And then of course you know you don't have Manning at. So it's three guys, and they really only played seven. I mean, they, they, they didn't they didn't play. You know, a, a lot of guys. Killian Zaire played, and and Manning and Alec Jackson would rotate, and so. Um, not a lot of depth there with, with, with Brahms out and, and Ham out and Manning out. Um, you know, you, an injury puts them in a, in a tough spot. It's going to be those guys getting a lot of reps in bowl practice and, and a lot of reps um, in the game. So that's kind of it from a roster standpoint in terms of opt-outs. Um, you know, it's good that there's not more. Um, you know, like Smoke Monday's a guy that, that is a senior that Looks like he's going to enter the NFL draft. He's a guy that could have, I guess, opted out, but it looks, you know, Harson didn't mention him, so maybe he'll play. Um, I had reported on the corner at AuburnLive.com previously that Tank Bigsby, um, Roger McCreary, and Zacoby McLean all didn't report to ball practice. Of course, they they scheduled their meeting with Tank and and, and finally convinced him um, to to commit to coming back. Um, and not leave, but uh, the other two we kind of thought because they didn't really report to bowl practice. Um, let's talk about the quarterback position a little bit. It is the first time we've had an opportunity to talk to Brian Harson about Bo Nix and, and his decision. Um, and Harson kind of took the high road. Um, he 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 basically said, um, you know. Hey, I, the, I don't want to – he credited Bo for graduating from Auburn. So he gave Bo, uh, you know, props for that, for graduating in three years and said he's a graduate of Auburn. And so when, when people think about Bo transferring, just remember that. He, he graduated and has a degree from Auburn University. And so, you know, that is important for, I think, Bo's legacy and for how people remember him. Um, but uh, Ron Harson was quoted as saying, that's one of the things, sitting in these visits with families – I didn't sit in the home with Bo and have these conversations, but it's important to the families that their sons graduate. That's the number one thing that you talk about in those home visits. He made a decision at the end of the day. He's no longer with our program. To be honest with you, I'm going to focus more on the guys that we have now and where we're going. So not, not a surprising comment from, from Harson. I mean, look, Bo Nix has a history with Auburn from before Harson, uh, and Harson's not really going to get into that. Um, he's based, you know, Harson didn't recruit him. He doesn't owe Bo Nix anything just because he's a legacy. And Bo Nix doesn't owe Brian Harson anything. So um, I think probably a smart move for Brian Harson to just say he graduated um, and I'm just I'm going to focus on my team now um, and not not continue down any type of path about 
um, why Bo transferred or are you disappointed or, or how the meetings went or just anything. It's just not worth it. Um, so kind of addressed it, um, but, uh, but kind of wanted to talk about his team a little bit. Uh, mentioned that TJ Finley is close to 100%, should be healthy for the bowl game, and freshman Demetrius Davis, D. Davis, um, is getting reps in practice. We should see him in the game. What capacity? Who knows? We should see some packages for him in the game. Hopefully it's enough where he gets an opportunity. Hopefully he doesn't just get in there. You think back to the way Gus would use Malik Willis, and he would just get in there way late in the game and run some zone read. Uh, and we, we never really got a good feel for Malik Willis. It'd be nice if Demetrius Davis got some actual possessions in this game um, that matter, um, where he doesn't just get in there maybe and just run a quarterback draw. I mean, he's athletic, but but actually let him get in there and run a possession um, and, and have a few of those. Um, it, it, that would that would be nice because – I know you want to win the game, but but you got to let D. Davis get some opportunities in a game here. It's too good an opportunity to pass up for your future. I mean, so it's a it's a tough balance because you do want to go into the offseason with momentum and win the game. Um, so you don't want to mess with the rotation too much. You want guys to get a rhythm, but I think you need to see what D Demetrius Davis can do. And he'll have an opportunity in practice too. I mean, he can show what he's about in practice and preparation and, and things like that. But looks like we're going to see him in a game, which is going to be exciting. Um, and then Brian Harson talked about, you know, hey, whether that whether or not they would add a quarterback. He said, we'll decide what we do after that. Like any other position, we've got to bring in the right guy. We'll figure out what that looks like. We have good players on our team right now. We're still building our roster. We're not done recruiting. We still have another signing period. Recruiting never ends, and that's a good thing. We're trying to bring in the best people in our program. That's no different for our quarterback. So um, they're definitely looking in the transfer portal for a college quarterback, no question about it. Um, and so we'll see if they can uh, – See if they can land somebody. Um, the other kind of note that he talked about was um, he talked about the offensive coordinator position. Um, now, we at Auburn Live have already reported that Austin Davis will be the next offensive coordinator. We reported that on Wednesday, who is the current Seattle Seahawks quarterback coach. Uh, nothing's changed with that. There's just some, <clears throat> some you know, logistic, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> logistical things that they've got to work through. Um, because Davis is an NFL quarterback, uh, I mean, sorry, NFL coach, you've got NFL contracts and the NFL seasons going on. So that's just tricky to work through, but that's kind of what they're doing now is, you know, can Davis break that contract? Could he, does he have to work out the season and show up in a month? Sort of how, how does that work? Um, but, but we fully expect Austin Davis to, to be the guy. Um, now the question is in what capacity we, we think he's going to come in and probably be the quarterback coach and offensive coordinator, but we think Brian Harson may very well call the plays, um, next season, Brian Harson even talked about that today, um, in the press conference. He said he's, he's more involved in the offense right now, as you would imagine, there's no OC, um, <clears throat> but definitely say he's more involved and, um, and I think you might see him stay involved once they hire Austin Davis, but here's some things that Brian Harson said about, the offensive coordinator position. He said, the big key to me really is getting the right person in there. Scheme, how we coach the quarterback. I want somebody in there that knows that. I want somebody in there that's going to be elite at bringing in the best players at that position as well. Kind of sounds like Austin Davis. I mean, Austin Davis coaches the position. So in terms of quarterback de development, you've got that there. And then if you think about somebody like Austin Davis, he's about 30, I think he's 33 years old. Um, he was a four-year starter in college. Was a, was a, was a, one of the best players in Conference USA uh, at Southern Miss, threw 80-plus touchdowns in his career, had a seven-year career in the NFL, 
most backup duty, but the guy's played for the for the Seahawks and the Browns and the Rams. Um, and so he's he's played for some teams. He's got an NFL career. He's an energetic guy. And the quarterback he's coaching right now is Russell Wilson. So I mean that is that's a lot of things um, that would that would check a box for me if I was looking for a guy that could recruit. Um, young, energetic, NFL background, played in college, played in the NFL from the South, from Meridian, Mississippi. Um, <clears throat> I think that guy's going to be to be able to appeal to some quarterbacks and 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 bring in really good players at, at that position. Um, Brian Harson also said, um, "I'm more about getting the right person in there to be a part of our staff and to help bring out the best in the coaches in that room as well, and the players on that side of the ball. I think that's important." It's really just this is a chance right now on the offensive side of the ball. It's a little bit different because I've been a part of that. The quarterback position and coaching that position is different because I've been a part of that as well, and I'm enjoying that. So for Harson, obviously it goes back to fit as well. Um, from everything I understand about Austin Davis, I, I think the fit would be would be great. I think Austin Davis is a solid dude, and um, I think the fit is fine there. Um, interesting quote from Harson on bringing out the best in the coaches as well as the players. Um, that's an interesting quote. I don't know if that's an indictment on Mike Bobo. Um, Cause you, I mean, you think about, you, you know, you had to, you know, dismiss Cornelius Williams four games in and make a switch there. Um, and so, you, you know, just that's speculation, but you wonder, you know, if, when you're thinking about that, how much did Mike Bobo help um, Cornelius Williams or Eric Kesaw or Cornell Williams? How, how much did Mike Bobo make those coaches better? Um, that's an interesting part of Harson's decision process and one that you don't normally think of. You're going to think of, can they call plays or can they recruit? But are they going to mesh with the rest of the offensive coaches? Can they make them better? Um, and so I would think Austin Davis's NFL uh, career and his three years with the Seahawks with Pete Carroll, one of the best NFL coaches there is, um, I would think that's a lot of good experience, a lot of good things that he could bring potentially to that offensive uh, offensive room. So – um, Davis is still expected to be hired. Um, nothing's changed there. Um, Brian Harson said there's been a lot of interest, which you you know you all you always hear. Um, but he's he's focused on finding the right one. He said he's talked to several, um, you know, and all that good stuff. All about finding the right fit, the right person. So I mean, look, we we think it's going to be Austin Davis. Um, it's just a matter of time, and so he's just gonna he's gonna play that card uh, until they officially announce it. Um, so that there can be a moment of hiring him, and they got to work through stuff. You're not gonna—he's not gonna release anything, you know, premature when they're trying to work with the NFL or work with the Seahawks and figure out those contracts are tough sometimes. So that's why he's, you know, basically, you know, playing it like he is in terms of hey, we're just still looking and and all that good stuff. That's kind of how you have to handle it when you have these NFL guys. So um, that's kind of the gist of it. Brian Harson meeting with the media ahead of the Birmingham Bowl. Um, some interesting comments, obviously some opt-outs um, that we kind of expected. Um, and, and it'll be a tough look. It'll be a tough game for Auburn, not just because of the opt-outs, but, you know, obviously you still have a backup quarterback in T.J. Finley who's yet to win a game. Um, and uh, <clears throat> if you don't count Georgia State. Um, and so – you know, uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be tough. You're down some linemen. You're down some your best. You know, your best linebacker in Zacoby McLean. Your best corner in Roger McCreary. Um, and so we'll see. You know, Derek Hall. What, you know, what does he do? Looks like he'll probably play, but he's a guy that could also go pro. I mean, 
he could always make a decision late to not play. You never know. So, um, and then you've got, you know, you got to worry about where the team's at. You had four guys transfer out. And so is everybody that's there, are they in, or is everybody bought in and, 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 and ready to win this football game? Um, it's a tough one when you're six and six and you're, you know, you lose four games in a row at the end of the year. It's a tough spot, especially for a first year coach, tough spot. Um, but you know, if you're Harson, the good thing is in terms of building a program and projecting to next year, you're about to have a really good here a couple of weeks of, of finding out what players that, that are coming back next year, what players are bought in, what players are tuned in, what players really care and, and who's not. You know, so if you're a guy that's coming back next year, but you're sitting here going, well, we're six and six, what's the ball game matter anyway? They're going to see that. And that's what they're going to be looking for. So it might it might give them some indication when they look to next year about guys that they can, you know, elevate next year and who's in it and who's not and things like that. So it's still a critical, still a critical period. Um, but that's kind of it. That's it for, uh, for Brian Harson. We'll talk to players on Friday. Um, and, uh, and see what they have to say as Auburn prepares for this bowl game. It's about 11 days away. Um, should be a great game, honestly. I know Auburn struggled down the stretch, but, you know, um, Auburn had a chance to win the South Carolina game, blew it, had a chance to win Mississippi State, blew it, um, had a chance to win Alabama, blew it. So, you know, it's not like they were getting blown out in those games. They, they could very well could have or should have won those games. Um, it's just what can Auburn put on the field with a backup quarterback against a very good Houston team that hasn't played the competition Auburn has? No. Um, but still a, a dangerous team um, in Birmingham. I would imagine Houston will bring some fans and travel. Probably ten. I bet, the, I bet you they'll bring ten thousand fans. But Auburn should have, you know, Auburn should have thirty um, at that new protective stadium in downtown. So it, it should be a good game. Great venue. Great, great, great stadium where UAB plays now. Um, really nice, right across the street from a Top Golf. I mean, it's a good location, uh, and it's a brand new, nice stadium. Um, so it should be a fun game to go to if the weather is nice. I mean, it should really, it, it's not old Legion field. I mean, it's a, it's a cool stadium. And, um, and so it should be, uh, it should be a really good game. I mean, you got Houston, the top 20 team against an Auburn team that, you know, is a couple of decent second halves away from being nine and three. Um, you know, is very, is what a knockdown pass from beating Alabama, the number one team in the country. It's a good team if they can play like it. Um, it's just what Auburn team do you get? We don't know. So we'll, we'll kind of figure that out. Um, that, that's kind of it. We'll come back. Um, we'll come back um, here in a couple of days and, and, and talk some more as Auburn football prepares for the Birmingham Bowl and Houston. And we'll talk. Uh, we'll come back with a modcast recruiting Jeffrey and Cole. You'll catch them on some shows as well. Talking recruiting Auburn basketball plays St. Louis on Saturday at St. Louis should be a tough physical game, by the way. Um, St. Louis was I think they played that game in Birmingham last year. It was a, it was a low scoring game. Um, and so that'll be a physical, physical game for Auburn, a kind of a different type of test. Um, but, but, but a good test for Auburn. And so we'll see what they've got on Saturday as well. Bruce Pearl and the guys going up to St. Louis. So that'll be a, that'll be a good one. All right. Appreciate everybody for joining us. AuburnLive.com. Go subscribe. If you're not a part of the community, man, we'd love to have you. Um, we're growing like crazy. And, uh, so come be a part of a, a really great thing we have going on at AuburnLive.com, part of the on three sports network. I'm Justin Hokinson. We'll see you next time.